want. You get what you get. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you've had a fantastic time since the last time we chatted, which is over a week ago. Sorry about that, guys. I normally get these episodes out on a Monday, but I've had a fucking week and a half, haven't I? Been pretty busy. There's chaos going on in the world and everything. So I hope you're all doing fine out there. Accept my apologies. Or don't. Whatever. If you listen to this podcast, it's good enough. Who else, you know, really listens to it straight when it comes out anyway? So it's out now. So you're listening to it now. So welcome back. And I'm back and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I had a wild weekend, guys. Uh, my cousin got married. So uh, we stayed overnight down in um, down in Fremantle. The wedding was just on the beach there and the North Beach of Fremantle. Uh, it was beautiful. So shout out to my cousin Amelia. Congratulations to you and your husband uh, for getting married and you know sorting out whatever chapter of your life you're sorting out. Fun fucking times. I got annihilated. Um, so Sunday was a pretty fucking rough day for me. Uh, we we kind of got through it. Didn't didn't. But Jesus. Weddings are fun as fuck, aren't they? Hey guys, and um, what's what's more fun than a wedding is a is a wedding that has like awkwardness to it, right? People are getting overly emotional, and uh, you know, there's a bit of a rift in that family. You know, I'm kind of on the side of the family that um, my my cousin was kind of divorced from. You know, no hard feelings between us, but other members of my side of the family definitely have some weird, awkward tensions. So everyone was there pretending to be happy or something like that i don't really know either way i had a fucking blast i drank a shit ton of beers um i tore the shit out of that dance floor um probably embarrassed myself obviously embarrassed myself that's exactly what i planned to do uh, i plan to do that at every wedding right i embarrassed myself i don't want to embarrass anyone else but you know i let it loose guys and it was fucking fun so yeah uh, my brother and i um you know me and my wife and my brother and his partner we were staying at this nice place called Pier 21. It's pretty beautiful, just right there on the river and kind of like a really beautiful nook of Perth. Like the, the houses around there are gorgeous. It's right on the water. There's boats. Um, yeah, it was fucking fantastic. So yeah, I had a great time. Fucking, how's this? Like I woke up the ne- next morning, right? Now. I can't, I can't sleep in guys. There's something about my body clock that as soon as the sun's up, fucking I'm up. So no matter what time I get to bed, when the sun's up, I'm up. And I just got to fucking suffer the consequences for the rest of the day. And that's exactly what happened. So we got up pretty early, um, went and got some breakfast and, you know, debriefed from the night that, that preceded it. And uh, <laughs> as I'm, like, I'm walking with, um, with my wife like, back to, the, to our room. <laughs> and then I walk past this, um, this other person's hotel room and he's got the, the door wide open. And I can see him pretty much just in from the door at one of the little desks working on his laptop or whatever. It was pretty early in the morning, maybe 8.30, 8.30, something like that. So it's all pretty quiet, pretty hush, hush, hush. So I walk past, I see this door wide open, and just as I pass the door, I let out a massive fart, right? Because I knew he would hear it. But then when he looked across, he wouldn't see anybody. It'd be like a ghost fart, right? And so obviously my wife starts punching me and all that sort of stuff. I'm like <coughs> kind of sniggering as I'm walking away. And then I hear a response fart. The guy like called back to me, like like a fucking a couple of birds chirping to each other from a across the distance. It was wild, so I lost it laughing. Never really had that before. Never just well, first of all, it's fucking very not like me to just sort of fart in public like that. But then to have someone sort of um, acknowledge it 
with a return fart. That was fucking legendary. Shout out that dude that was just sitting there in his boxer shorts on his laptop on a Sunday morning and uh, being interrupted by my flatulence. Yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, I don't know. I was so fucking wasted like that that Sunday and I had to had to do band practice, guys. So um, please stay tuned. I'm going to be playing this Friday night, uh, the 29th, at Lucy's Love Shack with a band. And um, so we'll get into this episode. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek into the into the band and all that sort of stuff. It's been a while in the making, so we're finally fucking starting to, to gig and release shit and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that. But also this week, we fucking got mandated with vaccines. Um, our little uh, dictator here in the the great state of Western Australia is um, forcing everybody to get the jab or they're not allowed to work or whatever. And that's, that's fine. Um, got a lot of thoughts, got a lot of friends freaking out, got a lot of... Um, I don't know, just a lot of tension on both sides of the argument, obviously, you know, I fucking don't really care about the vaccine, it's not about that, and what seems so strange to me, guys, is that no one seems to be able to, like, really separate out being fucking pro-vax or fine with the vaccine, but anti-mandate, so as soon as you have a problem with the fucking vax mandate, they think you're an anti-vaxxer and all that sort of shit, you know, obviously there was some awkward conversations at the wedding about this, which fucking shouldn't have happened, obviously, um, but it just is what it is, fucking, everyone's got to get the jab, the government is forcing a needle into your arm or taking away your livelihood, um, it's pretty fucked up, I absolutely get vaccinated, do all that sort of stuff, and I'm absolutely going to be fine with getting a vaccine, but as soon as someone says I fucking have to and that it's a government mandate, oh, there's a part of your spirit that just sort of really starts setting on fire, doesn't it? Well, it fucking should, because that's terrifying, is being able to give um, the governments that kind of level of power. I'm not happy about it. I don't think anybody should be happy. If you're pro-mandate, then, you know, just fuck you. Come on, that, 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 that kind of sucks. And, you know, this piece of shit, Mark McGowan, um, you know, the only way to really fight the vaccine or, or the vaccine mandate, I'm not saying fight the fucking vaccine. The vaccine's fine, saving lives, saving whatever, that's fine. You know, do your own research, take your time, get educated, get vaccinated, whatever. Do what you need to do in your own fucking time. Your medical history should be no one's fucking business, right? I don't know. Maybe in a special case like this, you got to tell somebody. But whatever, this piece of shit, Mark McGowan, he knew that the only way you could really object to this vaccine is if you've got someone in parliament that's representing people that object to it and can somehow veto these bills or, you know, at least have a counter argument or a little bit of resistance towards this new legislation, right? And the only way you would do that is obviously vote somebody in. So this little piece of shit, Mark McGowan, knew that we had our local elections going on like two weeks ago, waited till a week after our local elections to announce the mandate, right? What a piece of shit. That sucks. That's such an asshole move, you know? That's like someone, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, vote me in for this and that reason. As soon as you get voted in, you change your entire stance and now everybody's got to wait fucking four years to do anything about it. And in those four years, horrendously dangerous laws that are giving governments unprecedented power uh, are being passed right in front of you. Um, so Mark McGowan's a piece of shit. And you know what sucks about this whole thing? Like, I just don't like the way these things are being communicated to us in the public, right? Like, 
Mark McGowan seems way too happy and forceful about this this fucking mandate. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked to see him come on TV and when he announced these these vaccine mandates, at least go like, fuck, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I really didn't want to do this. We have to. We've got... Everybody's telling me I have to do this. I really didn't want to force everybody to get this jab, but we have to. I'm sorry. We really want to avoid this in the future, but for now, we just have to do it. Please, I'm sorry, whatever. Then I would have been kind of like, you know what, man? Uh, I get it. That's cool. But instead, we get this cold-hearted fucking do it or you're not getting your job. Fuck you. You're a Trump supporter if you fucking if you refuse. Something like that. That's exactly the kind of rhetoric that comes out of Mark McGowan, this piece of shit human. Um, so, I don't know. He won in a landslide the last election. Let's hope someone fucking kicks his ass. I mean, I know there's like a lot of backlash. Everyone's saying, and no one's going to condone any violence against anybody, right? But, you know, his house has been under threat. He's been getting threatening phone calls because people aren't happy with his mandate. And everyone's saying, that's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. Like, I don't know. Ask yourselves this, guys. What's more violent? What is more violent, making a threatening phone call to somebody or literally enforcing the entire state, like using the resource of the entire state's police force to force you to get a needle in your arm or you can't go to work, feed your family, go outside, see your family or anything like that. So what's real violence here? So I don't, I don't really know. I'm not saying that Mike McGowan deserves it, but like, shit, it doesn't surprise me at all. He's the one that's fucking committing this act of violence, right? I don't know. Like I said, pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine mandate. You can have that position. You're allowed to have that position because something very dangerous about giving government these powers, especially when they seem to treat them so callously. Like they, they just do it and think it's fine and they don't, they don't say that, fuck, I didn't want to do this, but we have to, I'm sorry. He could have just changed his language and he would have won a hell of a lot more um, people's hearts and minds and stuff like that, right? He, he would have done better. I don't fucking know. It's a, it's a spicy little situation going on here in uh, WA. You can see how it pans out. And it just is what it is. But that, that's just what's been going on in Perth, except for fucking horrendous weather, which I don't really like talking about. But Jesus Christ, we've broken records uh, for the amount of rainfall in October because winter's still fucking here, guys. It's crazy. It's like 16 degrees and belting down with fucking rain still in October. We've had like two days of sunshine in the last like fucking four or five months, it seems. It's pretty fucked up. And um, I don't know, maybe it's a kind of reaction to the darkness that sort of fucking come over our political landscape as well. It's a metaphor, whatever. But anyway, new music, guys. New music came out this week, and I did check out a bunch of it. We want to talk about a little bit of it. Um, first of all, have you guys ever heard of the band called Wet? Just W-E-T, Wet. Well, they brought out a new album. It's called uh, Letter Blue. Letter Blue. Um... And it's a kind of like indie poppy kind of like this was like a bit of a band indie outfit, but I think it's now just a singer and a producer. And this singer, her name's, um, uh, I'm going to butcher her surname. Her first name's Kelly. Uh, her second name is Zutrau. Zutrau, I think it would be pronounced, something like that. Uh, and she's got a gorgeous little voice on her and it's cute and it's lo-fi kind of, I don't know. It's just nice, like reading their, their, their Wikipedia sort of thing that, that said it's like dream pop. 
I don't really know. I see the pop aspect to it, but it's more like an indie pop sort of thing. But again, it's still electronica. It's very minimalist kind of music and it's gorgeous. And it's a fun little album and it's like, it's like, it's a background music album. And you know how much I love these kind of background music albums, these harmless, not demanding too much of your attention kind of albums. They just sit as a cool soundtrack to whatever cool day you're experiencing at the time. And this is definitely one of them. It's called Letter Blue by Wet. And it's fucking killer. These guys are touring um, through some parts of the States and, uh, and I think they're heading to the UK in November. So if you're in any of those parts of the world, fucking maybe check them out. Maybe listen to them on Spotify first to see if you like them and then buy a ticket. That's probably the smart thing to do. But either way, if you dig what you hear, fucking support them. Buy some merch or some shit. Wet's a fucking cool little, out, uh, little outfit there, you know? And like I said, I don't really know what the lineup is. I'm pretty sure it's just a duo these days. But it's a powerful duo. Whoever's doing the production is doing a fucking fantastic job of it. So shout out whoever that is. And shout out this fucking Kelly chick. Her voice is amazing. Nice little pop melodies and stuff in there. I love fucking, I love the way like um, we're finding new hooks or like new ways of doing hooks in, in, in music as far as like vocal melodies and stuff go. It's, it's pretty inspiring. It's really, really cool. So I checked out that album. It was fun. It wasn't as fun, although it was a better album. Um, it wasn't as fun as checking out fucking Elton John's new album. Did you guys listen to this yet? Um, wow. All right. It's called The Lockdown Sessions by Elton John and a million other people, right? So every song is like a bit of a collab song. Many of them are cover songs. Some of them are duets. Some of them are fucking... Some of them we've definitely heard before. A whole bunch of them have appeared on albums. Can you hear the, can you hear the wind? Fucking hell, storm's kicking up again. Dude, it, it's fucking midday. It's midday. The sun should be shining. It sh oh. I don't know if you guys can really hear that, but it's, uh, it's pretty brutal out here. But it's Perth, so it kind of goes over pretty quick. And then we get a little gap, so yeah, we're back in the gap. All right, that wasn't too bad. Anyway, what are we talking about? Elton John. All right, Elton John. So some of these songs have been released on other artists' albums. Like, for instance, um, the, the Miley Cyrus and Elton John sort of cover of Nothing Else Matters, Metallica's song. That's already been released a little while ago, but that's on this album as well. So who knows? This album might just be like a collection of songs that appear elsewhere anyway. And stylistically, I don't know what to make of this album. It was fun. Like I said, it was a fun album to listen to. Not a good album, though. Not in, not in my sort of shithouse opinion. But I'll tell you why it was so fun. Like, the first half to maybe two-thirds of the album is very fucking, like, R&B-ish, right? It's, it's very, um, like, poppy, overproduced, um, you know, a lot of electronica in there, a lot of harmonies, a lot of cool stuff going on the vocals with all the, the guest vocalists that are coming in and all that sort of shit. And that's where it's the funniest. Because having that kind of context, then all of a sudden, like a little chorus being sung by Elton John with his ever-deepening voice, that it just it's a weird juxtaposition, right? You've got this uber-modern sound, and then you've got this old-timey, like, sort of chorusy thing, and it's just, it made me laugh a bunch of times. There's a bunch of times I was laughing at this album. And obviously... Some things like what's what's weird about this album? There is a there's a duet on this album, uh, and it's called Chosen Family or something like that. And it's a duet between um, Elton John and, and 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 some female singer, 
And, you know, it's kind of about chosen family or something like that. And there's lines in there like, oh, we don't need to share genetics or a surname, but we're still kind of chosen family or whatever. I don't really get it because obviously Elton John's a fairly famously gay man and a female singer. And they're singing about sharing genetics. It's probably not going to happen. And also... Um, there's no way they're in the same age group, right? Elton John's 4,000 years old, and this singer's probably in her 20s. So that's kind of creepy to start off with, right? And I don't know, but, you know, you're not, you're not, you, you've got to separate the artist from the art, apparently, right? But that doesn't work all the time, does it? Like, for instance, it doesn't matter that it, it's a 4,000-year-old gay man singing a love duet with a young female, that, that doesn't matter because the song should just stand alone by itself. It doesn't fucking matter who the hell they are singing it, right? But you're not allowed to do that with rap. You have to do the exact opposite with rap music, right? Like if someone's dropping N-bombs, you have to assume their race and their situation in order for it to be okay, right? So I don't know. Oh, here comes the rain. Hey, it's back. That little gap. What was that, like fucking two minutes and now it's back? Yeah. Anyway, so fucking, you're not allowed to assume things about certain types of music, but you have to about certain others. That's kind of the point I was trying to make there. But the album's called The Lockdown Sessions. Fairly self-explanatory title, I would say, right? He obviously, and has got a picture of him with a mask on his face, so he recorded this over lockdown. Good for him. He got busy. He got busy, busy, busy. But, you know, it, it does, by, by the end of the album, I said like the first two-thirds of it are kind of like that. And then it kind of turns more like a more traditional Elton John kind of album, a bit more like rocky sort of ish. And, you know, then there's some more old timey kind of, um, of feature artists in it, right? You get Eddie Vedder, you get Stevie Wonder, you get fucking Stevie Nicks in it and stuff like that. That's towards the end of the album. So the start's kind of new and trendy, like Little Nas X fucking doing some rap and shit or, or whatever with Elton John, like that makes sense in anybody's mind, right? But then later on, it does become a bit more of an Elton John thing. So if you're an Elton John fan, just listen to the last like four or five tracks of the album. That's it, because it's unrecognizable as Elton John um, beyond that, right? Anyway, it is what it is. So I'm not going to stick around too long today because I do have to go to band rehearsal because we do have a gig on Friday. And uh, so let's talk about this, guys. We are gigging under the band name Swiss Watch, right? Swiss Watch, terrible band name, but we, act, we, we locked it in for this gig. It will change, so apologize if hearing a band called Swiss Watch just made you go, ugh. It made most of us in the band go, ugh, as well, but it was just locked in. It just had to do something, and this is how bad of a name it is. You try Google Swiss Watch, see what happens, right? You'll get a bunch of Swiss watches be very hard to find a band. Guess what? If you try to Google Swiss watch band, you're going to find a bunch of wristbands for Swiss watches. You're not going to find anything to do with music. So it's a terrible name. It will probably change, but we are supporting an EP launch from a band called Primrose Path on uh, Friday, 29th of October at Lucy's Love Shack in the city. So if you can get down there, Primrose Path, they're um, releasing their EP called Matrif. Matrif. Something like that, some word I've never seen before. Um, so, yeah, check out that EP once it comes out. Obviously, it won't come out till after Friday. We can talk about it then. I might even get them on the podcast to chat about how it all goes and stuff. But, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be playing guitar. And uh, 
So we're Liam and the rest of the band, and, you know, we're up there. Swiss Watch, we're called. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. Now, this band's been kind of been cooking in the background for a while. Haven't really had permission to talk about it too much on this podcast because, you know, it's more than just my music. It's barely my, it's not my music at all. It's the band's music. And I'm just a hired gun on the guitar for this. But with doing gigs and stuff like that comes shameless self-promotion and shit like that. So we do have a Facebook page. I might even link it in the uh, description of this podcast. So, you know, give it a, a like and a follow and all that sort of stuff, guys. And I'll show you some music. It'll be fun, right? Yeah, so Swiss Watch. Uh, future name to be announced. But for now, it's Swiss Watch. And we're there on Friday night. Uh, come on down and say hi. If you're a fan of the podcast and you're there and you approach me and say, hey, man. I like the podcast or I listen to the podcast, whatever, I will buy you a beer. Why not? I'm there to have fun. Um, and so, yeah, let's do it like that. All right, guys. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, remember, you can always contact me. All my uh, contact details are in the description of this podcast as well. They usually are. If they're not in this one, if I forget it, just check another episode and they'll be there. They're the same. I don't change them weekly. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you down at Lucy's Love Shack in the city. City of Perth, obviously, on the 29th, Friday night. Don't really know what time. Maybe doors open at like 7, some shit like that. I don't know where we are on the bill. We'll figure all that out pretty soon. But now I get to show you a little bit of something, something from this band that's been cooking up. So here's a song called Towers, guys. It's called Towers. Check it out. See if you like the style of the band. And uh, if you do, come on down Friday night and check us out. You can get tickets at the door. Cheers, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Have yourselves a fantastic week. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Mm-hmm.